Welcome to Hustle and Faith. This podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics regarding Christianity, health and wellness, beauty, and so much more. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. This is episode 108, Random Thoughts Thursday regarding the coronavirus. Hey everyone, I know it's been a minute since my last episode. I hope you're staying healthy and sane. <laughs> Based on where you're located, this may be easier for some than others. I'm based in Illinois, so our stay-at-home order at the time of this recording is actually the strictest in the nation, we'll get into that a little bit later, has been in effect since the weekend of March 20th. We'll be discussing again even more in today's episode. I don't know about you guys, but it's so surreal what we're currently experiencing. I remember learning about pandemics in history class, watching movies, but I never thought I'd actually be living through one myself. (laughs) That just was not on the radar. Now, I do have a confession to make. I have to admit my lifestyle has actually trained me for quarantine. (laughs) I'm serious. So I've always worked from home. I enjoy exercising outside by myself. You know, I go for runs, go biking, all that good stuff. I've been ordering carryout way before it became the main method of survival for restaurant owners. Again, I feel like I've been training for quarantine all my life. (laughs) Thanks to technology, this virus has not limited my lifestyle at all. I'm still able to connect with loved ones and friends around the world. So a lot of you know that um, one of my part-time gigs, in addition to teaching dance fitness classes, I teach English as a second language to adults. And so my conversations with my English students and my Spanish teacher have been the most fascinating to me. It's been absolutely amazing to get firsthand account of how various countries around the world, Italy, Germany, London, have been handling the coronavirus situation. So my conversations with my friends, some who actually happen to be scientists and doctors, is what led, and other professionals as well, led me to creating this episode. So, all right, guys, taking a deep breath here. Before I share my opinion, I feel like I have to say, without a doubt, some of the things that I'm going to say are probably going to upset some people, and that's okay. Everyone is entitled to their opinion, and I can assure you that I will not lose sleep at night if you do not agree with me. Trust me. (laughs) I feel that I also need to say, I think for myself, neither Democrats nor Republicans represent my values. So for the record, as a Christian, do I believe that this virus is real? You betcha. Do I believe that we should have quarantined healthy people and shut down an entire economy for a virus that mimics the flu? No, I don't believe that this should have been the approach at all. I personally believe that we should have closed our borders like Costa Rica did, and those that were sick should have been allowed to stay home without fear of repercussions. It's the fear of repercussions of losing their jobs, their livelihood, that causes those who are sick to emerge into areas that can infect others. Now, I know a lot of people are going to ask, but what about asymptomatic people? Okay, what about them? The incubation period for the flu is one to four days. In this virus could be up to 14 days. That's if someone even shows symptoms, guys. This is the part that absolutely drives me insane. 
I've talked to some of my friends in the medical field, and many of them have questioned the rationale as to why and how we're testing for this virus. So first of all, what are you testing people for? Because many of the tests that are going around aren't even reliable. Two, let's say you test positive. Then what? Especially if you're asymptomatic, do you just crawl in a hole, never emerge? Like what exactly is supposed to be the next step? So then three, despite the fact that testing is supposedly free, again, I'm using air quotes when I say this because in the US, we all know that health insurance is a mess. But again, despite the fact that the testing is supposedly free, you're most likely going to end up paying a ridiculous fee, which will put you further into debt. And then four, besides, the advice the doctor is going to tell you is the exact same advice you will receive if you have the flu. Stay home and get some rest. Unlike many of the other countries, I strongly believe that this virus spread so quickly because many folks in the United States are conditioned and were advised to go to the hospital if they had symptoms and or they wanted to get tested for the COVID-19, for COVID-19. So <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense for someone to go to the hospital to get tested and you could be sitting right next to someone who actually has the virus. Like, I don't know. Like, again, a lot of common sense, in my opinion, just went completely out the window. I think that Italy had the correct idea. My students told me that people were advised not to go to the hospital and that the doctors will come to them. This makes more sense than sitting in a crowded clinic or a hospital. These places are loaded with diseases. Even if you don't have something, you're sure to come back with some kind of illness or something once you leave a clinic or hospital. Illinois was one of the first states to impose a stay-at-home order. We weren't supposed to maintain contact with people outside your family unit and only go exercise if you may maintain a social distance of six feet, right? So the rationale in doing this was to flatten the curve and not overwhelm hospitals. Okay, totally understandable. However, <laughs> twice we were told that I can think of that the model was wrong about when the peak would occur. I live in one of the most corrupt states in the United States, Illinois, okay? I find it hard to believe anything our leaders tell us. We were told that we were doing a good job in fighting against the virus. And then Illinois gave other states our ventilators because we weren't using them. If all of this is true, why turn around and extend the stay-at-home order? Why would you give away our ventilators if we haven't reached the peak yet? Again, none of this makes sense. These so-called leaders have no idea as to how to fight this virus. And this is sad, but it is true. And so we need to stop looking to them for answers. They don't even have a cure for the common cold, guys. Okay? So I'm finding it increasingly disturbing and irritating <laughs> that there's an increase in talk about mandating vaccinations and temperature checks. And of course, now all of a sudden there's an interest in trying to help out the African-American and Latino communities by increasing the number of testing sites in certain neighborhoods. And most likely they're probably going to offer vaccinations for free in these neighborhoods. Hmm. Interesting. By the way, here's a fun fact, guys. Illinois has the strictest, again, coronavirus restrictions in the nation. And Governor Pritzker has ties to at least two different companies 
that are making COVID-19 tests. That's a huge conflict of interest. No wonder he's so adamant about wanting to create and encourage testing and extending the stay-at-home order. You know, it's just not for our good. And it's interesting now that many of these leaders are now trying to schedule, um, you know, create testing sites in African-American and Latino communities. See, I know what I'm about to say is going to sound kind of crazy or whatever, but what our so-called leaders will never admit to is that they're attempting to use minorities as guinea pigs under the guise of help. We don't even know if the tests are reliable. So can you only imagine what would happen with the vaccine? Get out of here. Are you kidding me? Think about this for a second. We don't have a cure for the common cold. We don't have a cure for cancer. Cancer has been here for years, you know, and then you've got folks in Flint, Michigan that don't even have clean water. These are things that have been around for a while, guys. So I don't believe it when you tell me that you're going to create a vaccine to cure the coronavirus. <laughs> like, no, I just don't see that happening. Whatever vaccine our leaders come up with will not be a guaranteed solution to our problem. Think. Even the vaccine for the flu isn't foolproof. So there's no point in getting whatever vaccine they create. Even the doctor that everyone is so in love with, Dr. Fauci, literally said, there's no guarantee that the vaccine is going to be effective. He also literally said, Another concern among epidemiologists is that the vaccine backfires and strengthens the virus. So again, there's absolutely no point to getting a vaccine. And this virus is going to be with us, just like cancer, just like colds and the flu. I actually know people <laughs> who are in the medical field and they even stated they wouldn't get vaccinated. Okay, that should tell you something. And this is also something that they should be telling you. The main reason these doctors and other folks in the medical field cite for declining the vaccination is because this virus strain mutates way too fast. Even if you did create a vaccine, it really wouldn't accomplish anything. Anything that's being created now could have dangerous side effects and would do more harm than good. Furthermore, there's no way that this vaccine can be properly tested. Sadly, our governor does not understand this. And I, you know, based off of his ties to creating testing sites and profiting off of this situation, it, it's understandable. <laughs> um, again, it's as if he's on this crusade to completely eradicate the world from this virus. Would I love for that to happen? Of course. But again, we don't have the cure for all the other ailment, ailments that have been around since the beginning of time. So the governor just needs to calm down and roll with what he knows, okay? After talking to others from different countries, I'm also suspecting that many of the deaths that are being labeled COVID-19 are not as high as we're being led to believe. A German scientist, and I'm gonna leave this information in on the blog as well, guys, links to articles and things that you can take a look at because again, even if you disagree with me, that's cool, but take a look at some of the information that I'm sharing with you, okay? So I suspect, again, that many of the deaths that are being labeled COVID-19 are not as high as we're being led to believe. A German scientist took it upon himself to conduct his own study and discovered that 200 cases 
that were labeled COVID-19 deaths weren't truly COVID-19 related. Despite these people's ages, <laughs> many of them were older, many of these individuals had underlying medical conditions with small traces of COVID-19. Many leaders are padding the COVID-19 numbers so they can scare people into being guinea pigs, okay? And just today, this is kind of troubling, just today I saw an article um, that this company that's only been in business for six months was awarded a huge amount of funding to, um, to create a vaccine for the coronavirus. And of course, this company has ties to several members within the Trump administration. So like personal ties, it sounds like. So again, I'm going to leave all this information in the, uh, on the blog. So take a look at it again. I hate to say this and it's going to sound cruel, but we can't allow our fear or a virus to stop us from living our lives. These bodies were not meant to last forever. <laughs> they just weren't. So you need to take care of them as best as you can and just call it a day. Now, I already made my decision before my medical friends shared this information with me. Western medicine <laughs> does not have a great track record with people of color, in particular, African-Americans. You're not using me as a guinea pig, okay? So there are way too many stories, again, check out the blog, of Western medicine using Africans and African-Americans as lab rats without their consent. Pharmaceutical companies can recruit all the African-American celebrities in the world to help them in their quest to get African-Americans to get tested or vaccinated, and I will never be one of them. <laughs> Most of these African-American celebrities don't know any better. And sadly, like many of our corrupt politicians, these African-American celebrities, they just cannot keep their greed in check. And I'm sure the folks in the Latino and African-American community would much rather have money to pay their bills or put food on the table instead of giving them a pointless COVID-19 test or a vaccination that's most likely going to cause them more harm than good. What is absolutely amazing to me is that the same folks that are so concerned about the communities of color that are, are the same people who never say anything when African-Americans and Latinos are being killed for the color of their skin. Yet, I'm supposed to all of a sudden forget all this history and willingly go along with being a guinea pig. Absolutely not. Not on my watch. Besides, pharmaceutical companies make money treating symptoms, not actually finding a cure. It's no coincidence that the medical field and pharmaceutical companies want to increase the number of testing facilities. These people often have stock, just like Governor Pritzker, in the testing sites under the guise of a trust, a shell company, whatever they want to create and protect their identity. They created this to protect their identity, okay? So all you have to do is follow the money, people. That's all you have to do. And then you'll see whether someone is being genuine or not. I was listening to Doug Kaufman, one of my favorite, like, if you're looking for advice about health, nutrition, I highly, highly suggest that you check out his show. Again, I was listening to the Doug Kaufman show, and he mentioned that there was a poll taken asking doctors if they would test the coronavirus vaccine on themselves. Guess what? Only 60% stated that they would do so. And who knows if they were being truthful, that 60%. 
In any case, I'm concerned. I'm seriously concerned with the 40%, okay? This is an incredibly high percentage of doctors who said no. I mean, that's almost half, guys. They would not take the coronavirus vaccine. Yet these exact same doctors are going to be the same people telling the public that we should get vaccinated. All because they're owned by pharmaceutical companies. And please be sure to check out the video of the two racist French scientists on the blog uh, discussing their desire to test the coronavirus in Africa, despite having way more cases in France of the coronavirus than they do in Africa. Hmm. I wonder why that's the case. Again, it's because many doctors in the Western world still have this notion that it's okay to use brown people, in particular Africans and African Americans, as guinea pigs. In case you're wondering, the scientists apologize like many undercover racists often do when they get caught. Yeah, check out that video, guys. Super interesting. What's slightly more disturbing is that billionaire Bill Gates is trying to get in on the virus action. He wants to help fund vaccine, vaccines that include microchips. I mean, are you kidding me? It doesn't get any more 1984 Big Brother than that, right? Moving on to the future of air travel dealing with COVID-19 virus. So for, again, guys, for further details, please make sure to check the blog out because all of these links to different articles are super interesting, okay? So I, uh, again, I was reading an article regarding the future of air travel, okay? In any case, these airlines are now talking about temperature checks, on-the-spot blood tests, and having people walk down, literally, this was in the article, guys, having people walk down some sort of disinfectant tunnel, like that spray some sort of, I, I don't know what they would be doing, but clearly it's do, going to supposedly make you clean. <laughs> So all of the above is going to be nonsense that I'm going to avoid, okay? <laughs> First of all, you can have a high temperature and it's not COVID-19 related. Remember, if you're asymptomatic, you're not showing any symptoms, so you're not going to have a fever. So again, super pointless. Plus, I'm not about to give this type of power to a TSA worker, okay? You're not touching me with a thermometer that's been used on other people, I mean, because especially in certain airports, they just don't get the same equipment as others. No. Okay. And especially, I mean, they already have a fit when you ask them to change gloves if they want to search your hair. Okay. Which, by the way, they have a tendency to search more African-American people's hair than anyone else. So again, no. <laughs> Plus, I, I'm, I'm going to have to be honest with you guys. I don't know if I really trust a TSA worker to state the correct temperature. Like, I'm just being completely honest. You know, I would just hate to have TSA to have the power to quarantine people over a hot flash or even worse, lie about a certain temperature just because they don't like you. Okay. They, they may not like where you come from and they, they may not like your looks and just want to just create havoc. And you're just trying to have a good time in their country, you know? So I'm, that's ridiculous. Not even going to bother with that. But what's even more troubling dealing with this future of air travel is that there was discussion about spraying people with chemicals <laughs> in some weird sort of disinfectant tunnel. I have issues with that. I'm sure we will never know the true effects until people start getting sick or worse, dying years from now. 
Just like not too long ago, I watched a movie called Dark Waters with, I think it was Mark Ruffalo. And it was basically this lawyer that discovered that Teflon made by DuPont was causing people to get sick. And again, this is many, many, many years later after the fact. It's in everyone's homes and all that stuff. And now, you know, and lots of people were dying from this chemical and all this. I mean, it's a, it's a fascinating movie, so definitely check it out. But again, I could see where this would come into play. You know, they're spraying people with stuff and we don't know what it is and they're not going to tell us what it is. Just like in that movie, they didn't tell those folks what was in the Teflon, um, Teflon material. So, yeah, I'm sure that we will never know the true effects until people start dying. And I can guarantee you those who are wealthy are not going to be partaking in this fun little ritual of nonsense. I guarantee you that. And so let's say you make it through the temperature check, the weird disinfectant tunnel. You get past all that nonsense and you land in the other country. I'm supposed to trust some stranger in a foreign country to give me an on-the-spot blood test? Absolutely not. No way. How do I know what that country's regulations are? The chances of having a contaminated needle used in certain countries is incredibly high. Again, no thank you. I'm just going to stay home. I don't need any of this unnecessary drama in my life. And once airlines realize, airlines and other countries realize that many tourists do not feel like going through all this, they're definitely going to change the rules. Okay? The things that people need to do to reduce their chances of getting sick are almost too simple. It's building up your immune system in the first place. We do this the old-fashioned way. Change your diet. Take vitamins. Exercise. Get rest. I'm not a doctor, but I get a lot of my information via research on my own and watching one of my favorite TV shows called Know the Cause. Meanwhile, if you're under the impression that a vaccine is going to save the day, meanwhile, if you're under the impression that a vaccine is going to save the day, <laughs> then you are sadly mistaken. We're going to have to get accustomed to living life again with yet another virus. One of the best things that we can do to fight against this virus is to increase our hygiene. And I hate to say it, but it's incredibly disturbing that we even had to have reminders about washing our hands giving people personal space, and telling people to stay home if they're sick. Like, that, that just seemed like common sense to me. But anyway, I'm constantly asked about how I stay in shape and I don't age. It, it's kind of funny. Like the other day, um, one of our icebreakers at work was to turn in a photo of you 10 years earlier. And so I, <laughs> I sent in my photo and literally everyone was like, Tasha, you could have taken that yesterday. But, and I have to admit, I did. I looked exactly the same 10 years ago than I look today. I, I have to admit, I really, it does look like I could have taken that picture yesterday. And one of the reasons why is because I live a very clean, healthy life. I eat healthy. I don't smoke. I don't drink alcohol. I exercise almost every day. And even more importantly, I keep toxic people out of my life. <laughs> it's a good thing, guys. Um, so my life is very laid back and low key. So my immune system doesn't have to work as hard to keep out the bad stuff. 
And some of the vitamins that I've been taking are beta-glucan, vitamin D. Vitamin D has been in the news lately, um, but I take vitamin D3 and vitamin K. All of those are geared towards helping your immune system and giving you energy. And so I know vitamin D has been in the news recently, which is great, but they have failed to mention that you need to take K in order to receive all the benefits that come from vitamin D3. So anyway, I truly hope that people use this coronavirus situation as an opportunity to take control of your own health. Don't just blindly follow someone because they have the title of a doctor. If there's anything the college admission scandal taught us, it's that if you have enough money, you can buy any kind of title you choose, from any school you choose, as well as by individuals to serve your own interests. With this being said, we need to keep in mind that no one is as vested in your health as you are. So put in the effort to do your own research. Many times other people will not agree with your findings or why you choose to invest in, the cer in certain supplements or exercises that you do. And that's okay because some people never realize things until it's too late. Don't allow yourself to be held back by those who are slow in understanding facts from fiction. And most importantly, do not allow yourself to be one of those people who succumb to fear and unauthorized authority over your body. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to check out the Prayer and Gratitude Journal for Men and Women of Faith that is available for sale on Amazon. If you enjoy Hustle and Faith's content, please consider becoming a supporter by donating or purchasing a Prayer and Gratitude Journal for Men and Women of Faith from Amazon to help offset the cost of producing this show. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Pinterest. And remember, if you're everything to everyone, then you risk being no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.